is up to study. Happy Thursday, practice Friday. Friday Eve, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, 2022, and welcome to episode number 309 of the study session. Today, we continue with the analysis of the Steelers draft picks. Remember, I am doing a breakdown on all of these players. In addition to taking a look at all the undrafted rookie free agents, it's going to take me a bit of time to do that, but today I am going to get into the first of the two seventh round picks by your Pittsburgh Steelers, Connor Hayward. But before I do that, I want to take a moment to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, in which I do just that. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. You drive the content. You make it happen. So let's connect. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We recorded just yesterday and it is up brand new episode it is linked in the show notes jim is super insightful and knowledgeable about your pittsburgh steelers having covered the team since 1995 check it out again it is linked in the show notes so my analysis of the draft picks continues today taking a look at connor hayward out of michigan state some call him a fullback some call him a tight end he is all those things combined but he's not 100 percent either of them he's an h-back 511 233 pounds he ran a 472 at the combine and let's talk about what value hayward brings to this team now one of the first things people think of when they think of connor hayward is his brother cameron obviously all pro legendary pittsburgh Steeler, is just having he had an amazing season last year, probably his best season as a Steeler. He continues to play at a high level. So naturally, if it's a Hayward, you're expecting him to come in and play at a high level. Now, he's an offensive player. He's not on the defensive side of the ball. But if bloodlines mean anything, it'll be really exciting to see Hayward on the football field. So in terms of his strengths, Number one, he is versatile. He can do a lot of different things on the football field. He's got great hands for a thick guy. He can catch the football. And he can run as well. Now, here's the thing. Running a 4.72, he's not going to run away from people. But he has an uncanny, natural ability to make football players. He's got natural hands. He's got natural running ability. And when the football is in his hands, he has a way of making the play. This is very valuable in terms of third downs. When a few yards are needed, Hayward consistently has been able to do that. He did that at Michigan State. And the Steelers hope that they can capitalize on that. He's a gamer. I made the comparison to Moelle Moore 
a running back who was with the Steelers back in 2008. Very different body types and types of running backs. Mawelde Moore was more of a scat back. Connor Hayward is not that. But the reason why I make that comparison is because they're both playmakers. The thing about Mawelde Moore is anytime the Steelers needed a third down, they needed to convert a third down, it always seemed like Mawelde Moore was being thrown a short pass and picking up some tough yardage. Just always seem to have a knack for getting the yardage and extending drives. And I see a lot of that in Cameron Hayward. He's a gamer. He's got those instincts. And the other thing too, he's not a fast guy, but he can accelerate very quickly. And that can catch defenders off guard. And that's oftentimes times which leads what leads to the big plays that he can make. So we will see what type of role he has in the Steelers offense, but he brings a lot of value to this team. In terms of areas for growth, he's got a bit of a unique body type. He is heavier in his upper body. It's a unique shape. Uh, I have no better way to put it, but when you look at him, he doesn't look like a traditional running back or a traditional tight end. He's unique. And that leads to maybe some concerns about him being able to take on larger blockers and also the ability to develop his athleticism. He's probably capped in terms of that at this point. And it really fits into what I talked about earlier. He really isn't one thing all the way through. He's not completely a running back. He's not completely a tight end. He is all those things, and he's just unique. He's just built differently. He's not great at any one thing, but it's just those combination of talent. So he, he's not going to be a guy who's going to come in there and rip off a 20-plus yard run. He's not going to be a guy who's going to take a screen pass for 20-plus yards and do that consistently. Again, it's going to be those key plays five, six, seven yards, three yards at times through a reception or through a run that sustains drives or the occasional, how did that play happen where he grabs a ball out of the air that he had no business catching and then he'll take that for a big gain or a touchdown. So he's not an explosive player. He's not a fast player. This is going to sound cliche. He's a football player. He makes plays. He doesn't look the part, but it doesn't matter. He gets it done on the field. And the Steelers are going to see what value he can add. They're going to experiment with him and see if they can find a role for him in this offense. They want to see what type of value that he can bring to this team. He's going to be given every opportunity. And the way he may be used, he could be used as a third tight end. It may eliminate the need to keep a Kevin Raider around there if you can use Hayward in that role. The other thing to take into consideration is what does Hayward being drafted mean for the stock of a Derek Watt? Does Watt now become expendable? Do they keep him around? Or are they that different in skill sets? Watt is more of your true fullback where his Hayward is multiple, but you wonder how many of those guys they can keep 
on the roster. The other value of Hayward is he could serve as your number three running back. So let's say that there is an injury to Najee Harris, or let's say that Benny Snell or whomever gets hurt. Hayward could step in in a pinch and carry the ball to grind out a game in the event of injury. So he does bring a lot of roster versatility. He can give you a lot of options. And because of that, I think he has a strong chance to make this roster and to really contribute offensively this season. So he's a seventh round pick. I get that. But he's a seventh round pick with a lot of upside. And I'm really excited to see what he brings to this team in 2022. And then I, I heard some things out there too, read a few things saying that uh, the only reason that Connor Hayward was drafted was because of his brother. But that's nonsense. In this league, you're either able to play or you're not. If he cannot produce on the field, he won't stick with this team. So he's got to get it done. You best believe that Cameron Hayward will tell you the same exact thing. Whether he's his brother or not, he's got to make this team better. And if he doesn't, he won't remain on the roster. But you got to like his chances considering he's Cameron Hayward's brother. So we've made it through several of the picks. We've got one more to go. And then I'll be getting into those undrafted rookie free agents. Got to hit on Chris Ola Duncan, the quarterback out of South Dakota State. He's the last draft pick that I have to cover. Then we're going to start working into those undrafted rookie free agents. More than likely, I will not have the first session up covering the undrafted rookie free agents until Sunday because I'm still doing my homework on those guys so I know what I'm talking about and I'm able to speak to all those players. But I do feel like I have a good grasp on what each of these draft picks brings to this team and what their contributions could be in year one for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And studying! Studying, 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 studying. It's beautiful studies. My gratitude and appreciation to you. Thank you for being a supporter, for listening, reading, and sharing. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. You know how to do it. Comment, email, tweet. Don't forget about the podcast that I do at Wexel over on his site. New episode is up. It's linked in the show notes. Be sure to check it out. And that's it. That's your Thursday edition. Kicking off the weekend unofficially. Hope you have a great day. And remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.